This is Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite conversation movie news podcast with your hosts, Josh. If you see Mark Ronson and Ryan Gosling up there accepting an award for I'm Just Ken. <laughs> and Willis. I don't have to be. I am a pro black and white release guy. Yes. <laughs> Join us each week as we break down the latest movie news, TV news, and general industry news and debate about what it all really means. The Oscar nomination, nominations, nominees, nominees. The Oscar nominees have been released, finally. Although I guess yes. I don't know about finally. I feel like if this feels early. We knew it was coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they're out uh, and we have got to talk about them because yep. there are some things to go over, some surprises, some things that aren't so surprising, um, some snubs, some definite snubs here. Uh, so we yep. are going to be talking about that this episode. We're going to be running yes. through the categories and giving our thoughts a full oscar nom episode yeah and i guess that's what we're doing this week and before yeah, we do that there you go <laughs> <laughs> let me dive into what's coming out this week uh not a whole lot to be honest uh for theaters we have miller's girl which i believe is the jenna ortega martin freeman film dropping on january 26th which i have heard some very very unusual things about and reading the log line you will have some questions about that as well um <laughs> Like both of those actors, though, so who knows? Uh, that's it for theaters, for streaming, for shows. We have A Real Bug's Life hitting Disney Plus on the 24th. I love Bug's Life. I did not know this was coming. Uh, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is either, um, but it's 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 here. <laughs> it's here, and you can watch it. <laughs> Bug's Life, dear listeners, the first movie I ever saw in a theater. Fun fact. Nice. Oh. And I ran out of it screaming, but you know. It's what happens when you're four years old. A Real Bug's Life is the new Disney Plus original series from National Geographic. Not about, not Pixar. Bugs Life. Not Pixar. Oh. Is, well, seems to be done in tandem uh, because it is, I'm looking at the, the thing here and it is the Bug's Life logo. Mm. Um, but it's all real life. It seems to be a documentary. Uh, oh. Narrated by Aquafina. Oh, oh, okay. Very interesting. I, known for her vocal talents. I was going to say, I don't know if I'll check that out. We'll see what happens. Um, so that's coming. Uh, Queer Eye Season 8 is hitting Netflix on the 24th. Uh, Sexy Beast is hitting Paramount Plus on the 25th. Uh, new Season of Hightown is hitting Stars on the 26th. And then we have Masters of the Air hitting Apple TV Plus on the 26th. Yep. I believe that is Austin Butler. Um, yep. Big fan of that guy. And uh, I think Tom Hanks might be producing this. That uh, is, yeah, that is the natural season sequel or whatever to uh, Band of Brothers and. Mm. Oh, Pacific, I think, was the other one. Mm. Gotcha. Um, oh, okay. So this is, yeah. War series produced by Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg. <laughs> gotcha. So it's probably good. It's probably pretty yeah. good. You know, target audience, you know. Uh, Probably men over 50. A couple dads here and there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's what we got for shows for streaming. Not a lot coming for streaming. I do want to say Aquaman 2, Ferrari, and Wish will all be on VOD by the time that this episode airs. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of other things coming as well, but it's all a bunch of VOD stuff, so you have to pay for it. But regardless, yes. uh, that's what's coming this week, everyone. And without further ado, let's talk about some Oscar noms. <laughs> So, the Oscar noms were announced this past week, and uh, yeah, we've got to talk about it, because 
like I said at the top, there are some surprises, some things that are far less surprising. There are some snubs. Yep. And overall, what is your feeling about this entire slate as a whole? Are you like shocked by a lot of things here or is this pretty down the middle? Well, okay, let me say first off, shout out Zazzy Beats and Jack Quaid for waking up at 5.30 in the morning to tell us all this stuff. True. I did not um, watch it. I did not, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine how early they have to be up. But Good God. my reaction as a whole is, yeah, there's, I don't think, there's no film on this list that was wildly unexpected. There's no real, I think, to Leslie this year. Mm, yes. Um, where everyone's like, what movie is that? Maybe in a major category. That we'll yeah. get to. Yeah. But overall, like, yeah, the I'm this is pretty much where I thought we'd land save for a couple notable things, but like, yeah, yeah. Nothing that wasn't on my list of possible Oscar nominations. Totally. Totally. You know, I don't know if that's like a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know if that's us being more tuned into it, you know, than, than we have been previously or us being more active in watching all this stuff. Yeah. You know, the the common viewer, you know, might be kind of like, um, you know, what the fuck is Rustin or what the fuck is um, zone of interest, zone of interest. Yeah. Or, well, I guess Napoleon as well. But like, yeah, like, you know, we might be too far into it, but I, I don't think there's anything that's crazily unknown here. Definitely not. Um, And I don't know about like. It's not like a highly unsurprising list, but it is yeah. one that I feel like when I looked at it, I was kind of like, huh, okay. Like, I'm not mad at it, but I'm also, like you said, there's nothing surprising in a good way. You know, there's no parasite. There's no moonlight coming out. Yeah. You're like, oh, whoa, like, this is something really interesting. Even Coda, you're kind of like, oh, interesting. Like, not my favorite movie of yeah, that year. Yeah, where's Coda coming from? Yeah. But that's really interesting. That's really cool. Didn't see that coming. And I think part of it, like you said, is the fact that we're more tuned into this because... I mean, there are some movies on here that there's no way a ton of people have seen, but we are just so sure. into the festival circuits at this point that we understand it. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, the fact that like they said 12, day, 12 days in Maripool for yeah. a documentary and I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I've heard of that. I know cool. that. that's yeah. a, that's an obscure one. It I is. Think. Yes. Great, great film, though. You should watch it. Everybody should watch I, it. I'm going to. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that's our general feelings on the nominees. We can run through them at this point, because I think what we were planning on yeah. doing is going from bottom to top and just talking about each nominee and then possible snubs that we have that yeah. we've listed And out. what we think of, of the nominations. Yeah. 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 Do we want to do who we think is going to take it, or is it too early for that? Do we have to ruminate for a little while i think we can i mean hey we did that for it's true <laughs> when we were just we did that blindly a couple months ago so yeah. I we think did that, that blindly in like november yes um which is kind of crazy because we weren't too too far off but um i think now that we've seen a bunch of the award shows and we know who's won a lot and who hasn't yeah. i think we can make some educated guesses here but before we do that i do want to list out some firsts here because there were yeah. quite a few first uh actor nominees which is not always the case when it comes to the Academy Awards. I would say the last decade or so, they've been getting better at nominating other people that aren't just your typical Oscar darlings. Uh, we have America Ferreira, Killian Murphy, Coleman Domingo, Danielle Brooks, Divine Joy Randolph, Emily Blunt, Jeffrey Wright, and Lily Gladstone are all first-time nominees for actors, which is like, whoa. Mm-hmm. 
that's pretty crazy. Directors, pretty it's, it's a little bit different. That happens all the time. But sure. for actors, it's like, you know, and there's some actors on here that have been working for a long time at the top of their craft. So, um, yeah. yeah, good on all of you. You all deserve it, honestly. And I guess, do you want to just start here at the yeah. bottom? Which on my list is makeup and hairstyling. Okay. Yeah. Um, so for makeup and hairstyling, we have Golda, we have Maestro, we have Oppenheimer, we have Poor Things, and we have Society of Snow. Um, yes. Golda, I we had not heard of about Quiet. Yeah, I the the name had crossed my my radar a couple times, but yeah. never in any capacity of like I got to see that movie. Right. Um, this is gonna be a player. Yeah, yeah, and this is its only nomination for makeup and hairstyling, mm-hmm. and it is about um, a woman, I think, in World War II, Britain. I um, believe so. Maybe. Possibly. I mean, this sh- shows you what we know. <laughs> I'm um, also sitting here like I don't have the entire letterbox list open in front of me. Um, right. It's about Golda Meir uh, starring Helen Mirren. Um, yeah. And is it another Not biopic? Uh, Israel. Yes. 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 Um, which, you know, I don't remember this. E- I don't remember us even talking about this releasing. It might not have dropped yeah. wide yet. So that's another one of those things yeah. that we have to see. Um for possible winner i mean <sighs> well i will say this makes me question with society of have you seen society of snow yet yeah yeah of the snow that to me seems like the uh if we're talking makeup and hairstyle we're talking frostbite and cold oh, yeah. and wounds and that kind of stuff so that gives me a little bit of a i gotta check that one off my box 100 percent, and it's really um, it's good i liked yeah. it at least um very nice. much in the alive kind of a film but it's really yeah. good this one's tough to say. I don't like. I wouldn't have pegged makeup and hairstyling for Oppenheimer. No, um, but I suppose like I could see it. You know, I suppose. Sure. Um, yeah, it was good. Poor things. Yeah. I think for sure. I mean, you just look at Willem Dafoe. Yeah. You know, and that kind of stuff, and honestly, Emma Stone. Yes. Like, Unreal. Um, Maestro and Maestro too. Yeah. Kind, I mean, Bradley piece. Cooper did a did a yeah. transformation. Yeah. Um. It's tough to say. I mean, I'd like to see poor things, but like Oppenheimer could just do the the clean sweep. Could on just these. sweep it all, yeah. Um, I think I think poor things will take this one. Yeah, I would love. I, I mean, everyone, everything. I mean, we'll get to costumes, but it's it sure. is poor things is is amazing. Yeah. I will say, no Barbie in this, no nope. Priscilla in this, and nope. for me, no Iron Claw. I was like, that movie yep. should have been in this because wow, was the makeup and hairstyling in that film un freaking yeah. believable um but you know what the iron claw never stood well a and chance, that's i, I think here's here's i think a conversation that we'll be having a little bit in this this episode is oppenheimer more deserving for hair and makeup than like the iron claw or barbie or um priscilla priscilla like maybe but that's debatable. Very debatable. And it's part um, of the politics of the show, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Unfortunately. But it's it's one of those things that I'm like, mm, how much, not to diminish what Oppenheimer is, but how much is Oppenheimer just kind of sweeping right. where it shouldn't be sweeping? Because yes. it's Oppenheimer. Yes. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, the next category that I have is production design, uh, which we have Barbie, we have Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer and poor things. Uh, I I mean, just a good category. I don't think any of yeah. them don't deserve to be there. Um, yeah, I mean, all of these amazing production design. It's weird because 
I mean, Poor Things, to me, had the best production design out of these films, but mm-hmm. it's hard when you're going surrealist and then Oppenheimer biopic. Like, what do you, like, what yeah. do they consider and as best? And then Barbie. And then Barbie, yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. I was going to say a similar thing of, like, it's weird to compare Barbie to these others. Yeah. Because it's so different. Yeah. It's such a different undertaking. It um, is. That one, I, I really have no idea... That could go any direction. I feel like I don't know enough about production design to, <laughs> yeah, like predict. Um, yeah, who's gonna who's gonna take that home? I feel like it could go to any. It could go to any. I will say, no asteroid city for production design. I'm kind of bummed about because I mean, West Sad. should always be in there for production design. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. And then Priscilla again. I mean, they recreated freaking Graceland really, really well. I can't imagine. Yeah. Um, but I think this is a case of we'll see where the night is headed at the first. Yep win and then we'll probably know from there um, yeah from there i have sound uh which we have the creator maestro mission impossible dead reckoning part one which is now just dead reckoning think on that <laughs> yep. uh we have oppenheimer in the zone of interest um this is an interesting one all of these films had great sound i mean i don't know <laughs> you know I, yeah i, I think un- not unfortunately but i think that this will go to oppenheimer i i don't think that there's any I do too. I mean, that's like one of those things that you always remember the sound in a Christopher Nolan movie. Yes. Um, Yes. And it's weird because it is like it is Maestro and Maestro has like all of those audible performances, those audio performances. Yeah. And not for nothing. I remember being really impressed with the sound in Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning too. It's awesome. Yeah. So tough i don't and like it's a weird i'm gonna like be listening in zone of interest for me too um for for the sound yeah um and then the the creator which is a weird yeah i don't left field i don't see i mean the creator over ferrari is like what the fuck are you talking about dude <laughs> like that's that's yeah. insane to me um but you know not a, not terrible yeah. I mean, creator uh, also for visual effects in there, too. So it's like it's yeah. a weird I feel like most people didn't respond well to that movie, but it's weird to see it in the conversation. Yeah, it's not a bad. The thing is, like, again, you know, it's it's a well-made film. I just had problems with the storytelling. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Everything else. I'm like, this is, um, you know, it c- could be a masterpiece. It's just I didn't connect with the story. Yeah. Um, so I think Oppenheimer just because it's Oppenheimer. It's a Nolan film. Come on now. Yeah, um, I kind of am tempted to agree. No Ferrari is weird to me, though, because the sound in that was amazing. Um, Next up, uh, I have film editing, which uh, we have Anatomy of a Fall. We have The Holdovers. We have Killers of the Flower Moon. We have Oppenheimer, and we have Poor Things. We're seeing a trend here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Quite a few of the same films are up for a lot of the same awards. Um, This is tough. I mean, Oppenheimer's editing, we've both seen it at this point. It's it's kind of amazing. what they did there you know moving between time periods moving between objective and subjective black and white and color i mean it's not it's a fucking tough thing to do with a biopic you know but in that same vein i will also say this is one of the ones that killers of the flower moon shown for me because you got to the end and you're like all of these things that came into play were significant enough for you to remember and come into play act like successfully yes you know what i mean and it's like that even just incorporating all those things into one scene is 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 crazy so i don't it's it's i don't know 
Then the, I feel like the holdovers is not to be kind of missed on that. No, either. I really mean, good. Editing. It's weird. I feel like I keep being like, but like all of these, because all of the they're Oscar nominated. Like these are all fantastic. Well, they actually uh, deserve it this time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which is um, tough. So I don't know. I kind of I think Killers could take this. Mm-hmm. I don't think overall Killers is going to have a strong showing. No. At the Oscars, if I can make an early prediction. Oh here. God. Um, but th- I could see this. It, it's sneaking in on this one. Yeah, it is really good. And again, not for nothing, but the editing in Poor Things is great. I will say the editing in Anatomy of a Fall is a strong. I mean, the movie is great. It is a strong point in that film because it is a courtroom drama, essentially. Yeah. And it's not easy to make something like that feel as kinetic as that film was without the editing. I mean, it's just it. it's not a. I don't want to say it's a bad film because it's not, but the editing really, really holds it yeah. together. Um, I will say, um, know all of us strangers here. Once you see that film, you'll understand what I mean when I say that. The editing in that mm-hmm. film is just absolutely stunning. And this was kind of wishful thinking, but no, the killer. I thought the editing in the killer was great. Yeah, like, it really did. I thought it, you know, it was a weird kind of film for Fincher, and the editing in that movie was so precise and so clean. Yeah, and it just it made the film just that much better so um no love for fincher man they hate fincher no. yeah <laughs> yeah um so what we have killers of the flower movie they don't you. hate fincher bank was like a huge player because it came out in 2020 when the nothing came okay, out fine fine <laughs> like i guess we'll have fincher in here um so we have killers for you oppenheimer for me we'll see what happens yeah i think so um, we are going to skip over the shorts because we have seen zero shorts. Um, yes. I don't know that I will get to any of the shorts, but we'll definitely see. I will say, I feel like if you look around your theaters, like doing all of the shorts together in one showing is usually a pretty common thing. I know cinema Worcester shout out, um, yeah. is, is doing the, the Oscar nominated shorts. Um, so I'm going to try and find my way over to that. Nice. And I will also, and also s- some of them are available. I'm like, some of them are on Paramount. Oh, some shit. of them are on Netflix. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Oh, I guess the, yeah. the West ones. Um, the West one is on Netflix. Um, but a couple of the short, like I was looking at them uh, on Letterboxd and I was kind of surprised. Like uh, the ABCs of book banning is on Paramount. Oh, shit. You know, and that's a 27 minute short film. Um, Damn. Okay. You know, there's a there's a couple. The last repair shop. Um, no, that was the one. What was it? It was. Uh, I don't know. There were a couple ones on there that I was like, oh, the, oh, the after, mm. which is the short with uh, David Oyoyo, um, is on Netflix. Oh shit! Okay. Like, what's up? An 18 minute short on Netflix. Damn, Netflix is kind of coming in clutch these days. It's kind of weird. They're Damn. getting a lot of stuff. They are. They are. Um, I will also say if you're in the area of. Uh, I guess Cambridge, Somerville, the Somerville Theater always does this, and the Coolidge Corner Theater also always, always does this every year, so check those out. Um, next, I have costume design. We have Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Again, all of them definitely deserve to be there. Uh, Oppenheimer does kind of stand apart for me where I'm like, there were better costumes, I think, than Oppenheimer's costumes. Oh yeah, I, I see. I don't see how Barbie doesn't win this. Barbie should win this. I, if you just talk about the breadth of here are Barbie costumes from actual Barbies throughout history, yeah, that are recreated and like just showcased and perfect and like it and perfect and like 
not only perfect, but like perfect in a way that like they're perfect to a toy. Yeah. You know, like it's not it didn't feel like real clothing. It felt like the clothing that dolls wear. Yes. Um, which I think is 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 crazy. Um, yeah, it's a true feat. It is. It is. And it's one of those subtle ones. I feel like you always get the like Napoleon period piece, you know, war movie. Like, let's yeah. go make a bunch of soldier outfits. outfits. Right. That's so derogatory. Damn. Soldier uniforms. Um, costumes. Costumes. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's something to that. But the yeah. Barbie thing, um, I feel like is, is hard to beat in costume design. Uh, I will be interested to see. I'm going to have to hit up my friend Mindy and see what she thinks. She's uh, She works in the industry. She works as Ooh. a costume. Does, she works in cost, the costume department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Mindy. I don't know exactly <laughs> in what role you would define yourself. Costumes. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll be curious what she thinks. Well, I think it's really, I mean, you make a great point. I think Barbie will probably take this, but I think the only other film that could potentially is Killers of the Flower Moon because of all of the like the like traditional native dressings that they had to do there that were just like period accurate and just so unbelievable to look at. Um, yeah. Other than that, like poor things was good. Oppenheimer and Napoleon. I mean, they were good, but they didn't like, it wasn't the yeah. thing that made me go, Whoa, Holy shit. Look yeah. at this film. Um, yeah. Barbie. It's funny. I was just like, Oh, I should text my friend Mindy and ask her, see if I can get a live reaction, but she has an Android and oh. record on my phone. So I can't, you can't do it. Text her from my computer. <laughs> I just, <I'm> like, yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Silly. Just splice that. Do it. Splice it in in the middle and pretend that it's Mindy alive. says. <laughs> oh God! Um, next up, I have cinematography, which uh, we have El Conde, which is a Netflix film that I have not seen. We have which is trippy as fuck. Have you looked that up? Yes, it's like a horror film, right? It's like a horror. F- it's like a. It's like a drama about vampires. Yeah, um, black and white. I heard it was great. I just like, yeah, I'm like, I haven't, I hadn't heard much about this, um, but I'm super intrigued now and I want to watch it. Um, yeah. Especially if it's nominated for best cinematography. Yeah. Which is also, I'm like, man, now, now we're getting into genre pictures and you're going to do this for like, yeah. come on, man. Where was, where were you for Robert Eggers like three years ago? Anyway. Um, well, and then it's killers of the flower moon, maestro Oppenheimer and poor things. Yeah. The same four we've talked about yeah. the whole time. Um, um, I mean, it's which like I'm looking at on my list here. The one right above it is costume design, which is like Barbie and then Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer and poor things. Yeah. Yeah. Which that worked better when I was first looking at it because Napoleon and Maestro look very similar at a glance. But well, they're in a very similar kind of vein. Yeah. Um, I mean, just in terms of text and name. Definitely. And Lots I mean, of E's and O's. They're both biopics about people. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is Oppenheimer. It's Hoyt's to lose for sure. I mean, every yeah. again, every time Nolan does a film, and it's weird because you're putting it up against uh, a Scorsese film, which yeah. I think is gorgeous. Um, but and a Yorgos film. I feel like I kind film. of start, I'm kind of starting to get in a headspace of like, Yorgos is like not an insignificant player and like never will not be again. Yeah. Yes. Completely agree. Yeah. And his cinematography just... It's outstanding. A whole other beast. It's outstanding. And it's weird. It's super unorthodox. And I think that if he won, I'd be totally fine with it. But to me, it's like seeing Oppenheimer on an IMAX screen in 70 millimeter yep. is something else. And, yep. uh, well, I didn't see it, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, but you've seen it and you know, I mean, even on your yeah. TV, you're just like, holy shit. So, um, hey, I, I saw am... Oppenheimer in the theater. Did you? Yeah. It was last showing. 
Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about that. I totally forgot about that. Good, Last good. show on I'm the so- smallest screen in the theater with one other guy in the room. But even still, even still. Check um, the box. No Asteroid City. Again, I'm like, every time nope. Wes makes a movie, should be up for best cinematography. But alas, Robert Yellman, sorry, my guy. Um, I think this Oppenheimer, right? I Yeah, it's got to be Oppenheimer. Maestro's um, is good. I mean, Matty yeah, Liebatique no, is no, no uh, scoff at, but. No Wonka here. This is one of the ones that I was like, Wonka might, mm. might, might swing in. Mm, okay. That's John Jong Hung. Um, mm-hmm. who did like last night in Soho old boy. Oh shit. It, you know, um, like not an insignificant player. No good cinematographer. Um, and I kind of like, I, I don't know. I Wonka zero love. Absolutely. And I don't think was really ever in the conversation. I think in my head it was, but like probably not ever actually in the conversation, but well, yeah. Chalamet was up for awards, so it's not like it was out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I think, you know, if we're talking about ones that are actually in play, I don't think... Yeah. If we're talking about, like, I don't I don't consider Wonka not being nominated a snub. Yes. Is what I'm going for. Yes, here. yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, how dare they? But, yeah, I mean, just, like, from what I was looking at and what I saw of it, like, I was like, that might be... I had it in the back of my head that that could be possible, but... Yeah, not um, out of the realm of possibility, for sure. Yeah. I don't think it's more deserving than any of the other ones in here. Um, yeah. Uh, next up is documentary documentary feature film. I actually think we should skip this because really I've seen one and I don't think you've seen any of them. Sure. So it's yeah. like, I don't know what to think of any of these. Uh, still watch 20 days of Mario Pole, Very, very harrowing. Um, after that, I have original song, which, mm-hmm. uh, it never went away from American symphony, which I've never heard of. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just Ken from Barbie. We have, what was I made for from Barbie? We have, the fire inside from flaming hot. Uh, and then we have was, I don't know. Song for yeah. my people from killers of the flower. Killers of the flower moon. Uh, flaming hot <laughs> Oscar nominated. There you go. I mean, like you saw it, one so. of those things I did. Uh, and it's like one of those weird things that like this movie is on a lot of people's Oscar to watch list now, which it like, sure. I, I suppose, um, shout out Eva Longoria for, you know, her first directorial debut <laughs> swinging an Oscar nom. Kind of um, crazy. But I don't remember a song from this movie. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure if I like looked it up on Spotify, it might show up. But uh, mm-hmm. <sighs> Justice for Peaches. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know what this is going to go to. I think it. I think it's going to go to what was I made for but it could go to I'm just Ken. If you see Mark Ronson and Ryan Gosling up there accepting an award for I'm just Ken. <laughs> that would be incredible. I would love it. I mean, I would be, that would be it. insane and would call, that would be one that would cause ripples through the industry in terms of like, well, wait, how do we duplicate that? Yes. You know, in the next couple of years, we get weird like they were going for the I'm just Ken moment. Yes. Which I don't think will ever be possibly replicated again. Um, no. But I think this is Billie Eilish. I think yeah. what was I made for is like, you know, I feel like original song is one of those ones that a lot of people are just kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to like pick the one I've heard of. Yeah. You know, and Billie Eilish is the most notable of all of that. Absolutely. Uh, 
And it's a so. it's a great song. It's part it of is the actual yeah, you know, not framework. Diminish. Yeah, yeah, framework of the film too. I think you're right. I mean, it, having two nom- nominees come out from a single movie means that they're probably going to win. Uh, yeah. Well, and no Dua Lipa in here. Yeah, which, which who was I, also on the shortlist. Yeah, that song is a banger. I mean, no Lizzo yeah. either. Like, there's a couple songs that I'm like, these songs are really. I put them in my playlist. They're actually good yeah. songs. Um, but yeah, it well, is. It is nice to see. I think it was last year where we had like, it was Rihanna and. Gaga and yeah. I think Beyonce and yeah. <laughs> there was another one. This is like a pop star uh, yeah. competition. It's the Grammys. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but I think this is going to go to Billy. Yeah. And I'd be here for it. I'm here yeah. for it. Um, Original score. This is a little contentious here because there's a couple odd ones. Uh, we have American fiction. We have mm-hmm. Indiana Jones and the dial of destiny. Mm-hmm. We have killers, of the flower moon. We have Oppenheimer and we have poor things. Um, I've seen American fiction. I don't remember the score at all. Yeah. So that's, I don't think it was bad. I just, it nothing there. And you've yeah. seen Indiana Jones. I mean, it's John Williams, but like, was it? So that was, that was literally my thing was <laughs> I like, I saw this. So Jess, my wife watched, uh, watched the nominations with me this morning. Um, and I went really Indiana Jones. And she went John Williams. And yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. we need to stop doing that. Because, but like, that's the thing. The guy's like 80 nominations. I know. And there's a thing to like the level, there's a thing to be said of like, yeah, it's always kind of the same, like six or seven guys in this, in this category, which is true. But it's also like to, to make a weird ass comparison, but like he's the Meryl Streep of original scores. I mean, he is like his, when he's nominated, it's not because it's like, oh, well, it's a John Williams here go. It's because it's, it's great it's him operating on a level that's a little bit higher than everybody else. Yes. And it, like, yeah, I mean, it's a new Indiana Jones score. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I had know. the same reaction. Then I was like, no, yeah, it's John. It's John Williams. It's John Williams. It's like if Deacons is up, he's, he gets nominated for the yeah. worst of movies and it doesn't matter, yeah. you know? Um, I will say, I mean, the I'm, empire. Yeah. From yes, last year. Yes. Um, Oh Jesus! Yeah, holy crap! Yeah, Bad, whatever that movie horrible was, horrible movie, but holy like, beautiful, yeah. beautiful shit. Um, I mean, I'm bummed that there's no Spider Verse. I mean, I think we talked about this. Like the yeah. score in Spider Verse is absolutely fucking amazing. Um, I think it should have overtaken American Fiction. Personally, it's it's really yeah. like, I mean that that score. I listen to that score. You know, it's one yeah. of those like I listen to the Oppenheimer score, I listen to the Killers of Flower Moon score, and I listen to the Spider Verse score. Um. It's just amazing. And May, December, I honestly thought might be up there because I thought that score was also really, really good. Well, and, and we can say The Killer here, too. True. True. I remember th- I've listened to The Killer soundtrack a few times. I mean, it's yes. it's got that David Fincher, like, stressful but energetic kind of like, ooh, let me put this on while I work vibe. Yes. Um, that was, was that Trent Atticus? No. Yeah, it was. It was. Okay. So that would make sense, yeah. too. I mean, too good. Yeah. This fucking social network. So, um, yeah. Yeah, not unsurprising, but also like I'm kind of like there's a couple in there. And I'm like, mm, didn't have to go this way, but it's a weird kind of like, oh, okay. And I mean, like this is one of those things. I feel like we've come far enough. We can take a second and and talk about this here. But like, this really is the same ten movies over and over yes. and over again. I think we kind of said something at the top about yeah to that. But like, I'm curious 
what the politics behind all of this was. And Mm. maybe politics is the wrong word, but like, was there just not as much of a push for Oscar nominations this year? You know, did Netflix go, well, Oppenheimer is going to win original score. So let's give up. So why would we do a campaign for it? You know what I mean? And maybe that's a weird, like, kind of example to go into this idea with. But yeah, there are really I mean, we're talking Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Barbie, Killers and American Fiction. Yeah. Are those and, the top? Well, and Maestro is in there some for and some Maestro, things. Yeah. Um, American Fiction not showing up as much, but it's still sure. in there. I, I mean, think it's, five overall. Yeah. 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 It's but, really, okay, yeah. so I mean, we'll say like Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Barbie, and Poor Things. Yeah, those are the four that will continue to show up. Yeah, in yeah. every and category, in everything, and that's. I'm curious if that is just like how the nominations panned out this year. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, or if it's like if all of the Academy composers were like, yeah, American Fiction is beats all of these other ones. Right. Or if all of the Academy composers were given this list of seven and they and were had like to pick their top five. Right. Which of these? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like, oh, here's a list of like 15 and pick your top five. Or like just pick the movies you like. Yeah. 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 Right. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just curious. I'm, I'm curious where that kind of disc disconnects, not the word. It's just this is a different vibe than we've had in previous years. It very much is, um, especially with a year that was so stacked with amazing films. It's mm-hmm. like we know that there are more than just these four that can continue to go through. So yeah. um, it is interesting to look at. And I, w- I would love to like pick someone's brain about how this works. Um, well, and I feel like we say this every year, but I would love to. Yeah, I would love to just know more about what the actual process is. Yes. Dear algorithm, please send me that book. Please. <laughs> For the love of God. Oh, God. Um, Next up, I had visual effects. We have uh, the creator. We have Godzilla Minus One, which there was a video feed of the entire VFX team reacting to their nomination. That was just... Which there's only like 20 of them, right? I think there was 35, which makes my blood just like kind of run cold a little bit. Wild. Knowing how much work they had to put in. Anyways, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. We have Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. We have Napoleon. Yes. No Oppenheimer, which we knew. Yeah. Uh, no Spider Verse, which is interesting. Um, yeah, and honestly, no, no John Wick Four. I would have taken Napoleon out of there and put John Wick <laughs> Four in there because, like, dude, Arc de Triomphe. I that is some of the best CGI I've seen all year. Um, it is yeah. damn near flawless. Everything else, I'm like, yes, I understand it. Um, I don't. Know. I could have almost seen a Ferrari in there too. Ferrari could have been in there. Good VFX, but yeah, I don't know. The creator, maybe. I've, this is tough. This is tough. I haven't. I mean, I haven't seen three of these five. Um, Guardians. I feel like is is not gonna do it because I I feel like in some weird capacity, there's always a Marvel movie tucked in here. De- oh, every time. Which is I don't know what really that is. We can get back into that when we talk about um, animated feature and things like that. But like the creator. T- to me seems the one that is most VFX forward here mm-hmm. in that like the main characters have VFX like on yes. their person. 
Godzilla minus one, I think, is the underdog. That's like this would be a awesome story if Godzilla minus one takes visual effects. Yeah. Um, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Yeah, I guess. Sure. You know, I think of some stuff in there and I'm like, it's one. that's one of those ones that I'm like, I don't really remember any of the VFX in that. But then you think about what the movie is and it's all VFX. It's mostly VFX. Yeah. You know, like the whole thing in the beginning with the, like the attacking of the submarine. I'm like, that's all not real. Yeah. You know, um, even the, even the major stunt was all CGI'd over, you know? Yeah. And that's one of those things that I'm like, the fact that I'm like, I don't know, was there a lot of VFX in Mission Impossible kind of speaks to the VFX in Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then Napoleon, I haven't seen Napoleon, but I've seen a few things here, but I, I don't know that. Oh, that's a stupid statement. I was about to say. I was gonna. I was about to say. I don't know that Ridley Scott is really a VFX man, oh, but like, on, that's man. the stupidest statement I've ever. So I caught myself before I said it. I, I didn't say it. I know. Um, I don't think it's got a chance there. I don't think that's um, yeah. Napoleon. The the few things that Napoleon is nominated, in, I'm kind of like, yeah, it's a Ridley Scott movie about Napoleon. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. You've nominated every year him every year for the past like what three or four years? Yes, probably every year he's made a film. I mean, to me, this is clearly between the creator and Godzilla minus one. Uh, I agree. I don't know. I'd, I'm going to say Godzilla minus one because I think that we should will that into existence. I think it's I phenomenal. will will that into existence with you. Super excited. I'm going to try and go see God, Godzilla minus one minus color. Oh, dude. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Because I was really mad that I missed that. In but theaters. they're bringing it back. I know. I know. In monochrome, baby. And um, after all of the, the shit I talked about... Uh, Johnny Mnemonic in black and white last year. I'm like, I feel like I have to be a pro black and white release guy. Yes. Yes. I completely I don't agree. have to be. I am a pro black and white release guy. Yes. <laughs> and you're going to love it. I mean, you're going to love that movie. Um, so good. So good. Um, next, I have original screenplay, which we have Anatomy of a Fall. We have The Holdovers. We have Maestro, May, December, and Past Lives, an absolutely unbelievable list of films here. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this is tough. I feel like I wanted to go to Past Lives. I and, clearly wanted to go to Past Lives, yeah. And then I wanted to go to Anatomy of a Fall. And then I wanted to go to The Holdovers. Um, yeah. I think May, December, good but yeah. this is a that's a performance movie. Hundred um, percent. Same with kind of Maestro is like the script is good. It's fine, but yeah. it's a performance movie. Hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wanted to go to Past Lives, but like the holdovers is incredibly written because I mean Alexander Payne like is Alexander Payne only writes. Um, good although movies, I don't think yeah. he he wrote it, but oh, did he not? Oh damn, we're giving him credit for something he did not even do. I, I th- yeah, uh, shout out David Hemmingson. Okay, um, you crushed in it, his dude. feature writing debut. Oh my god! <laughs> um, so that's something. That's definitely something. Um, I mean, honestly, I would be happy with any of these except for Maestro. I mean, May December. Yeah, I, I would still be happy with because I really like that movie. Um, but really, it's it's uh, David Hemmingson's uh, history is amazing. <laughs> really, he's like. Okay, so his first credit is two episodes of Pete and Pete. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And then like 101 Dalmatians, the series, uh, Hercules, the series, uh, Just Shoot Me, Cracking Up, Kitchen Confidential, American Dad, um, like all of this like hilarious 
like blackish uncle buck like so he's a tv sitcom he's a tv writer. writer and then he just pulls out the holdovers that's awesome well let's be honest american fiction is also written by a tv writer so True. maybe it's the it's just this is hmm there's a there's a trend there um, there's something there yeah that's wild um, i mean i think this is gonna go to anatomy of a fall um i kind of do too but I'd love to see it in the past. To, to I feel like the there's a lot of momentum on Anatomy of a Fall. Yes, definitely. Um, I think probably more than anybody else. I think everybody else is kind of just like everybody knows what that movie is, but people are discovering yes. Anatomy of a Fall. Um, yes, for good reason. I mean, it's a phenomenal yeah. film. Yeah, but, uh, absolutely. Um, um, so we would like Past Lives. We think it's going to go to Anatomy of a Fall. Yeah, yeah. I want past lives for everything. Everything. Um, the two things it's up for. <laughs> yes. Um, next is adapted. We'll loop back to that. We will. Uh, next is adapted screenplay. We have American Fiction, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, The Zone of Interest. I mean, another just holy shit kind of a category. Yeah. Um, no Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. How the fuck does that work? Which is wild. Like, um, just, just what? <laughs> yeah uh okay um and barbie being adapted i'm kind of like i i'm just that's question that's like i guess adapted from like a toy but like barbie doesn't have lore well that's the thing is like it's weird because i'm like yeah like barbie is not from a like a different text right but there's nothing in barbie this is a weird statement but stick with me there's nothing in barbie that was made up like the whole thing yeah. is based on Barbie. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like Alan's in it. Like that's not, they just created this character, Alan. That was based on Alan. Yes. Everything in it is, it's like a weird kind of adapted in a way that we've never really seen before. Yes. And like in the same way that like Flame and Hot is like adapted. Well, that's Adap- a bad example because well, he's like, yeah. he wrote a book about it. But like, you know, where like any of these where Tetris is adapted from the story of, of Tetris like, Tetris, you know? Right. Um, although that's not like a text. So I don't know if that would, it's like a weird, it's weird. It's like a, a weird thing, but I'm buying it. Yeah. I, I'm okay with it. It's yeah. just, it, it's not the first thing I thought of when I thought of adapted screenplay. Um, True. I mean, I think this is going to go to Oppenheimer. I think this can't not go to Oppenheimer. You know, American Prometheus, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or or Zone of Interest, but I, I don't, you know, who knows? You um, you haven't seen Zone of Interest, right? No, not yet. No. So I'm like a little worried about watching this movie. I'm very worried. This movie has big shoes to fill right now. Sh- yes. That it will say it. I mean, that it's outing, it's beating Killers of the Flower Moon in terms of adapted screenplay. Yes. That's That's insane. wild. Yeah. Um, and I've, watched movies like that before where i'm like yep 100 i thought it was going to be crazy but 100 right. this it deserves that yeah i it's i'm going to have to actively tell myself not to go into this movie with bias right <laughs> which like how can you is that even possible which is tough which is tough how can you even do that that's like a that's absolutely insane um but yeah i think this has to go to oppenheimer yeah. i want it to go to barbie i want i actually do yeah i want greta gerwig to get 
the win for this one. Dude, Greta and Noah up there talking, like yeah. just talking their shit. Oh my god, that would be fucking amazing. Um, but I think you're right. It's Oppenheimer. Yeah. Um, for animated feature, this is kind of a contentious one. Uh, we have The Boy and the Heron, Elemental, yep. Nimona, Robot Dreams, okay, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Um, no Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, and no Suzume. I don't know about Suzume, but I know that it's, you know, kind of Yeah, that was loved. kind of the, the contender, yeah. Yeah. Robot Dreams. Let me look that up real quick. Robot Dreams is a Spanish-French animated tragic comedy. So I'm going off of the New York Times um, mm-hmm. list here. And under animated feature, it has all of the movies. And underneath it says, read our review, except under Robot Dreams, where there's no link to read their review of this movie. Which is, this I think is the two Leslie, if there is one, of this year. Of People are like, the fucking what? Robot Dreams. Never heard of it. And we had this conversation for a couple episodes of you know what are going to be the big players and Nimona was my one that I'm like might sneak in there right but that now feels like one of the like yeah these are like the four that like, we're going to get obviously. nominated and then there's this one over here that no one knows you know um but yeah no Super Mario which I'm fine with sure you know that if they're not going to give it to Peaches then yeah. let's not even bring it into the conversation yep um mutant mayhem and, and no mutant mayhem which is weird insane yeah um. Like, puts a lot of pressure on this Robot Dreams movie to be better. better. Fucking good, man. (laughs) In terms of, I mean, and like, it might be amazing. I don't know. Sure, but clearly um, nobody has seen it. So here's here's the big question: Who do you think's winning this now? (sighs) I think it's the Boy and the Heron. I haven't seen it, and by God, give Miyazaki everything you can. Yeah, but Spider Verse is something else, man. I mean, I think it's going to be The Boy and the Heron 2, and the one solace I've been taking is there's another Spider-Verse movie coming. You're so right. You're so right. You know, there's another one, and if it's anywhere near the same level, and, like, I don't... It would be really sad if it, like, was a really shitty end to that trilogy. Um, But there's another one of those coming, and, like, you know, they're not going to come up against a Miyazaki movie again. It's true. It's very true. You know what I mean? It's not like he's going to pump out another one in the next year and a half and be like, yep, here we go. Well, Although, I mean, it's Miyazaki. You're saying knows, that. But like, <laughs> Jesus. Um, it's it's the wildest thing because six months ago, if you had said who's going to win Best Anime Future, I'd been like Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse, no like, doubt. What are you even talking about? There's nothing like, yeah, Miyazaki's going to put out a movie, but like, yeah, yeah. whatever. We were even like Spider-Verse maybe for Best Picture. Like, who knows? Like, yeah. this thing's going to run the gamut. Turns out we were dead fucking wrong. <laughs> and it it's might wild. be, it might be the case of people are so sick and tired of talking about superhero things that they're just like, we can't even put something that has Spider-Man in the title. There is a little bit of a fatigue around across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I felt yeah. of people just like, okay. Like, it's like, but have um, you seen it though? <laughs> yeah. I've seen it yeah. three times. It's amazing. Um, um, and the boy in the heron is fresher in our minds and is a true. Miyazaki movie. It's true. It's like, true. I feel like I keep harping on that, but like it's Miyazaki. Um, <laughs> elementals here. Yeah. Pixar shows up again. Yeah. Um, because it's Pixar only. Because I mean, it's Pixar. Yeah. I, I don't. Elemental over Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. It's fine. Um, and you got to watch Nimona. I'm I really know. curious to see what you think of it. Um, I know. I'm very excited. That's that's so weird. This is like the second year in a row that like a 
animated Netflix film that I just kind of put on one morning because I was a little hungover and didn't want to watch anything yeah. complicated. Like, oh. Like shows, like last year with The Sea Beast. I was yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Could win hey, an Oscar, look at this movie that people were like really loving. I was like, I thought this was just like a. Just like a fun little thing. A, a Netflix animated feature. Yeah. 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 I mean, not a bad category for sure, but geez. Yeah. Insane. Robot Dreams. Big shoes. It's the same deal as Zona's Interest. Like big, big shoes. Big shoes to fill. Can't wait to watch it, honestly. Yeah. Can um, we watch it? Let's throw that out. I quick. don't. Um, I mean, the fact that we've never even heard of it. Robot Dreams not streaming on any services. Yeah, that tracks. It's from Spain, I think. Um, yeah. Which if yeah. Netflix may I, pick I, it up. It'll show it. Like that's I, I'm sure there's someone that has had a conversation at like Amazon today being like, so how do we put this on Amazon? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right. So moving on. I have international feature film, uh, which I have not seen very many of these, but yep. we have Io Capitano from Italy. We have Perfect Days from Japan, even though it's a Vim Vendors film. Uh, we have a we have Society of Snow from Spain. We have The Teacher's Lounge from Germany. We have The Zone of Interest from the United Kingdom. I mean, it's definitely going to The Zone of Interest, uh, I think. <laughs> this movie has been highly lauded from every single award show as well as every single uh festival that it premiered at yeah it could be perfect days but i really think it's going to zone of interest i I think i think it's going to go to zone of interest because i guess spoilers ahead but like because zone of interest i don't think it will take best picture no and i think if there's one that's going to overlap into the best picture kind of thing that is not going to win that it's strong odds for international feature 100 percent, and i'm very interested to see this film jonathan glazer yeah. love the guy i think he's a phenomenal filmmaker who's incredibly underrated but um he's back so we'll see what happens yeah. best director is next for me although i don't know if we want to go with um, that are there other ones have we really been through everything here except for the know. actors i don't have the actors we could do sure. director and picture at the end yeah let's do actors next and then we'll do director and picture at the end cool um so for Best Supporting Actress, I have Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer. I have Danielle Brooks for The Color Purple. I have America Ferreira for Barbie. I have Jodie Foster for Nyad. And I have Divine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. Um, notably, no Julianne Moore here for May-December. So um, I think this is arguably the one that's like most unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have pegged Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer off the bat. Me neither, nor America Ferrera for Barbie. Yeah. And I don't... Did The Color Purple come out? It did. It's in theaters now? Potentially? Like, I, I feel like that movie, everyone talked about it for a little while. And then we stopped talking about it. And now it's getting nominated for Oscars. Yes. For Oscar. Yes. Um. I mean, Daniel Brooks, like I, I hear is amazing great things, but it, this yeah. movie, this movie seems like it never came out to me. And it's not getting you can great rent it reviews. On, you can rent it on, on Apple right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Weird. Very strange. Um, well, and in, in a year where you have people like, I think Penelope Cruz could have gotten in here for sure for Ferrari. Mm-hmm. She was one of the best parts of that film. She's phenomenal in it. Um, 
I texted you and I said Rachel McAdams for Are You There, God? It's Me, Mar- Margaret, because I think yeah. she's phenomenal in that. And then Julianne Moore, who's just amazing yeah. in May, December. And I'm like, you know. Well, and Roseman Pike. <laughs> and Roseman Pike, yeah, for Saltburn. There's so many here that I'm just like, this is not, we we couldn't have pulled this list. No. Predictively. No. Like, um, Nyad showing up. We'll, we'll get to that more in a minute, but we will. that again is one of those ones that we're kind of just like, here's a movie that's just getting kind of thrown here, mm-hmm. but beating out a lot of contenders. Yes. You know, now having said that, I don't think there's any question that this is not going to go to divine Joy Randolph for the holdovers. Yeah. I mean, she was out of all of these people that I've seen. Yeah. She is the best. Um, yes. Hands down. And she's won pretty much everything else. Yeah, <laughs> when it comes yeah, to it. it's true. And it's one of those, it's like, I haven't seen The Color Purple and I haven't seen Nyad. I feel like, and I don't mean this to be reductive in any way, but I feel like I know what a powerhouse Jodie Foster performance is like. Um, yeah, come on. And I, you know, I don't want to like say anything about a movie I haven't seen, but it's going to be tough to push past Divine Joy Randolph's yes. performance there. Um, and yeah. there's no real contender against her. Yeah. No. There isn't, which is crazy for um, every other category. We're like, whoa, these two, who knows? It's like, no, yeah, this is. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is her, her category. Um, America Ferreira in here. Yeah. Um, I get it. She was really fucking good in this movie. She was good. But of all of the categories for Barbie to show up in, this is the one I wouldn't have expected, I no. guess. It, it's, it's very um, confounding. Um, yes. But... You know, but they're rock and roll Academy Award nominated America Ferrera. Honestly, I can get good behind for her. that. Yeah, yeah, that's honestly amazing. Um, it's not like she doesn't deserve it. It's just I wouldn't have expected it. Yeah, I would have put her at like six or seven in the top 10 list or something like that. Right. Exactly. Not not in yeah. the top five for sure. Yeah. But alas, it's definitely going to Divine Joy Randolph. I'm calling it yeah. right now. Um, for best supporting actor, this is an insane category, and a bunch have been left out. We have Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction. We have Robert De Niro for Killers of the Flower Moon. We have Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer. We have Ryan Gosling for Barbie. We have Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. Um, this could go. No, th- I, mm. I think it's got to be Downey, right? It's got to be Downey. Yeah, I'm. I look at this and I'm like, they're amazing. Everybody. Every one of these is a powerhouse performance. Um, it's weird because I look at Ryan Gosling and I'm like, is that like a powerhouse performance? I don't know that I'd call it that. He's going for something. He's going for something. Um, but like you compare it to the other four in this this kind of category and it's like there is a question to be begged here of uh, how influenced by like the uh the box office and pop culture and whatnot were these kind of a hundred percent yes because um, again not that it's not deserving but i would put ryan gosling's performance probably seven or eight in the list of top 10 i agree you know? i agree um no but charles i'm really melton. excited no charles melton no love at all for may december yep except for what uh Adapted, adapted, no. no original screenplay, no adapted screenplay, original screenplay, original yeah. screenplay, no adapted, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, weird, very strange, but um, a very tough category, yeah. Um, and then like no Barry Cogan, 
Paul Meskel. No, Paul Meskel. Defoe. Um, I guess Barry Cogan would be it. It would be uh lead probably. Jacob, uh, Jacob, <laughs> Jacob Alordi. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dominic Sessa for holdovers. No love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Although um, that was a long shot. I knew that, but he is phenomenal. Um, and there was one other one. as it. I don't know. Um, well, Willem Dafoe and I think uh, Mark Ruffalo split their vote. Yeah. And yeah. and Ruffalo is better, but. Um, um, or yeah. no Jacob Alordi for Priscilla, too, if you want to go. True. There. Very true. Or no Jeremy Allen White for Iron Claw. Very true. Although, <sighs> Iron yeah. Claw, man, I just, I, it could have gone in every category, but it's just, there was no momentum, unfortunately, until yeah. it was too late. Um. um I would say I think Sterling K. Brown is the one that I didn't 100% expect. He is so category. good in American fiction, man. Um, <laughs> He's always I'm, good. I'm but... for it. I'm here for it. Um, um, but yeah, this has to go to Downey. Yes. Yes. Um, best actress in a lead. We have Annette Benning for Nyad. Annette Benning. Okay. Here we go. Uh, we have Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon. We have Sandra Huller for Anatomy of a Fall. We have Carrie Mulligan for Maestro. We have Emma... Uh, Emma Stone for Poor Things. Um, first off, no Margot Robbie. No Margot Robbie. At all. Um, nope. That's kind of fucking crazy to me because I nope. would never have guessed that that was yeah. like what? Yeah. It's out of character with the rest of the list. Very much so. You know what I mean? I mean, we were just talking about how with like Ryan Gosling or something like that, it's like that might be like based on the pop culture of the year and the box office of the year and things like that. But like right. not having Margot Robbie as best actress is insane. Crazy. And, but having America Ferrera for best supporting. Yeah. Okay. That's like, what a weird, and I mean, that might be category depth. You know what I mean? Possibly like people in there, but but Nyad, bro. But Nyad, or I mean, Sandra Huller. Like I haven't seen Anatomy of Fall, but she, like I think she was getting in no matter what. She's great in that movie. Sure. Um, um I mean, I, wild. Um, and no, this was this was a long shot, but uh, no Greta Lee. Greta Lee, I know, I know. Yeah. my heart. Um, yeah. My my wife all day has been piping about Greta Gate. Yeah. Um, because her two Gretas. Came neither. Away with no nominations. Neither one of them. It's true. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. We will get to that um, in a minute. Um, hashtag Gretagate. It's facts. Uh, so we've long said that this is Lily Gladstone's category to lose. Is that true? I think it's maybe Emma Stone's to lose. This is kind of where I'm at too of like Emma Stone I think is making a lot more of an impact in terms of um just the award season kind of thing. Yes. Um, yes. You know, I think Lily Gladstone did win the Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. Uh but Emma Stone won the uh Critics Choice and and all this stuff like that, that's tough. I think it's between those two. I think it's definitely between those two. I still think it's going to go to Lily Gladstone because I don't think anybody wants to be on the wrong side of this conversation. That's fair. And Emma Stone has won before. Yes, she is phenomenal in Poor Things, like one of the best she's ever done. 
But Lily Gladstone, like it, there's she, like I say this a lot about a lot of actors, but she holds that entire movie together in a way yeah. that nobody else does. Like you, you, you can throw out anybody else in that film, and it still might work. Without her and her specific performance, yeah. you don't get the you don't get the uh, devastation that that movie is supposed to be enacting on the audience. So yeah. you could have folded any number of people into Leonardo DiCaprio's anyone, role in that movie. Anyone, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but her, you can't. She is perfect yeah. in that film. So I still think that she's going to take it, but it's not I as do too. wide. But it's not as <laughs> a shoe in as it once was. Yeah, yeah. which is fucking crazy um, to me. Um, what a category. That is, that is an Oscar moment, to be sure. It will um, be. I can't wait to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, moving on to Best Actor now. Yes. Another unbelievable category we have here. Uh, we have Bradley Cooper for Maestro. We mm-hmm. have Coleman Domingo for Rustin, which I'm, is we'll talk about. Uh, we have mm-hmm. Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers. We have Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. And we have Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. The only one that I'm like interesting that's that you pushed out a number of people is Coleman Domingo for Rustin only because mm-hmm. I haven't heard anybody say kind things about that film. Yeah, that's kind of been the thing I've 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 heard is like it's okay it's but fine. it's not anything crazy. Yeah. And he's great in it, but like but there's any number of other kind of roles that could have or performances that could have been folded into that a la Andrew Scott or Leo or Leo or Zac Efron or Zac Efron. <laughs> like, uh, uh, like, uh, <laughs> or I mean like not for nothing, but if we're talking about comparative to Coleman Domingo, like Adam driver, you know, in Ferrari true, or Joaquin true, Phoenix, true. you know, or like, and again, I'm, I'm listing movies here that I haven't seen, but you know, it's just a, or, you know, um, Matt Damon for air. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I will have to watch Rustin. I'm curious about it. Me too. Because it could be an incredible performance. Um, yeah. But I mean, similar to the best actress, is this Killian Murphy's to lose? It's either Killian's or it's Paul Giamatti's. That's kind of the, that's kind of the, the the vibe here um paul giamatti has been kind of the award season darling thus far yeah um although killian has won he i get same same conversation just had killian won the golden globe and paul giamatti won the uh the critic's choice right um i don't know i don't know how you don't give this to killian i know to me it's it's killian um giamatti is is phenomenal but he's so good in that movie but not on the level not on the like required work <laughs> that uh, Oppenheimer took. I know. It's so true. I mean, it, it's so, so true. If Killian doesn't win, I, I don't, I've need to reevaluate the way I think about these things. I think, um, yeah, but yeah, I think it's his, I think it, it really is his, um, God, what a category. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last two we have are best director and best picture. For best yeah. director, we have Jonathan Glazer for the Zone of Interest. We have Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things. We have our guy Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. We have Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon, and we have Justin Trier for uh, Justine. Justine Trier for Anatomy of a Fall. Um, before we we do our predictions, we have Noel Alexander Payne. 
Nope. No Todd Haynes. Nope. No Greta Gerwig. No Celine Song. Um, which I, I, I don't know who you'd take out of this list to put one of those in, but. <laughs> I don't know how Greta Gerwig is not on this list. Who would you replace? It though? is absurd. I mean, I haven't seen Anatomy of a Fall or Zone of Interest, but like we were talking earlier about how over and over this is the same five or four movies, despite what other worthwhile movies might fit in here. Yeah. And the fact that that pattern repeats itself over and over again in these court, these categories. And then we get to best director and there's no Greta Gerwig is absolutely insane. Is my, especially because she has been nominated for her other films. Like in this is, you know, this is Barbie. (laughs) And this is a film that she made incredibly that only she could have made. Yes. And that stands toe to toe with like is a like popcorn movie about a doll that stands toe to toe with Oppenheimer and Poor Things and Killers of the Flower Moon. Like this to me, like. And again, this is the, I think this is the one that's most damning of like me watching Zone of Interest. I'm going to be like, show me how you are a better director than Greta Gerwig in this instance. Yes. Jonathan Glazer. You know what I mean? And Jonathan Glazer is an incredible director. Yes. But like, there are certain movies that I think extend beyond just like the directing that a director did in that film and just became like, almost I'm losing all of my words here, but like almost like symbiotic where it's like this director and this content made each of them better. Right. And I think that's what happened with Barbie and Mm -hmm. I would be hard pressed to believe that zone of interest or anatomy of a fall or killers of the flower moon extend beyond that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Absolutely insane to me. It is crazy. Hashtag Greta Gate. This is the craziest one of the night, for sure. Um, it's nuts. It is. It's it's insane, especially when we get to the Best Picture noms, um, which I guess I can run through right now, which yeah. we have uh, American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things in the Zone of Interest. First and foremost... This might be the best list of Best Picture nominees ever. This is pretty incredible. This is unbelievable. I've only not seen one of these films, and every other one, I mean, Maestro I have my problems with, but holy shit, dude. This list is unbelievable. Um, Can you believe that there were years where they're like, eh, we only did seven? How? We couldn't get to ten. You could have done 15 in this year. (laughs) Like, um, Yeah. I mean, oh, we didn't even give our our prediction. I think Nolan's taking the director, right? I do too. I mean, yeah. come on, like it could be Nolan yeah, or it could it, be Scorsese, yeah. but I I think, well, I think they're like Yorgos is the dark horse here. True, might slip in. He could. Um, might end up one of those things where people are looking down their list, and like, well, I voted for Oppenheimer for nine different things, so. I guess I'll go to Yorgos here, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think this is Christopher Nolan yes. all the way. Yes. Um, but it should be Greta Gerwig. 
<laughs> oh god. Anyway, best picture. I mean, is it Oppenheimer? It is, right? What's well, it between? Let's, let's eliminate. Yeah, here. Like So, okay. I don't it's so not Maestro's American, not going to take it. It's not Maestro. <laughs> it's not Past Lives it's as not much as I lives. want it to be. Um good on you, uh Celine Song for like swinging a best picture nomination on your first film. Unbelievable um, stuff. I can't wait for yourself more ever. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's going to win. I no. don't think, um, I think zone of interest or anatomy are, I don't think so. Nope. I think it's great that they're nominated yep. in the best picture category, but I think that's the win for them. Yes. Is being nominated in that category. Yes. Um, so I think it comes down to poor things. Oppenheimer. Holdovers. Killers. Holdovers. Not even killers. I don't think killers is going to. Yeah. I don't think so either. There's too much momentum around the others to to really like connect with killers. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really going to come down to Oppenheimer or poor things mm-hmm. uh, because the holdovers is great, but I don't think it stands in comparison. And like, if you say Oppenheimer or poor things, it's Oppenheimer. It is Oppenheimer. It is. It you just know? is. Um, that's the movie of the year. It it. Strangely, you know, it really is. Um, a three-hour biopic. I mean, it's 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 Barbenheimer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it is. Like that is just the the year is Barbenheimer. Yeah. Um, which is wild that we were like, this is going to be a weird weekend, and it both turned out to be like these cornerstones of twenty twenties cinema. And they're both amazing. Like how the. F- the- very 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 few times has that actually happened where it lives yeah. up to the hype and they both to me exceeded the hype which is unbelievable um i mean it's oppenheimer i mean oppenheimer's one i think every best picture it's been up for this year um yeah. for good reason it's this is nolan at his best which is weird to say because nolan's made so many great films but this is him this is different fully understanding what yeah. he's good at and executing on a level that he's never done before, which is again yeah, crazy this is thing a, to say. Like this is a whole different ball game than Inception. Oh yeah, Interstellar, you know Batman, I mean? Interstellar. Yeah. yeah, like it's just a whole different ball game. It is. Yeah, and he nailed it. So Oppenheimer, that's our call for best picture for the 2024 Oscars. Um, if it doesn't, if it doesn't go to Oppenheimer, I'll be very, very shocked. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, there you go, guys. Um, long episode, but we had to run through everything, obviously. You knew it was coming. Um, yes. And no so doubt. the Oscars <laughs> yeah. are on March 10th yes. at 7 p.m. Yes. Um, that's apparently an hour earlier this year. Uh, usually it starts at 8. Okay. Um, Interesting. So don't be trying to tune into the red carpet at 7. True, true. Get your shit straight. <laughs> Get um, your shit together, listener. Come on. Um, <laughs> and there we go. Yeah, there we go. How many movies, Josh, do you have to watch? Uh, not including the shorts, I believe I have eight. I have eight nice. films that I need to finish. Um, maybe nine, but we'll see how many I'm actually going to watch. Um, yeah. What about you? Uh, well, as listeners may recall, I watched all of them last year. Yeah. Um, and in retrospect, that was like wildly unnecessary. Yes. Um, you know, there's... I have of the major players there. I have fifteen. Mm. I may dig into like, you know, the international features on a couple. 
Um, I don't know how much I'll dig into like the documentaries. I don't know if I'll watch Golda. Yeah. You know, um, we'll see. And like we said, we're going to try and see the shorts, but those are always kind of like a, it's cool if you can find them. Right. Exactly. Um, like literally. Yeah. So that is way better than the 25 I had last year. Yeah, dude. Holy um, crap. So good on us. I think that was kind of our goal, although uh, I am not as far along as I would like, but that's okay. It's tough. It's tough. Every year you're going to uh, get better. It's weird because I look at the list and I'm like, well, there are four or five here that are just out and I could have watched at any given time. True, just haven't. I mean, same. Like, Nyad has been on Netflix for three months. And Rustin, know? yeah. And Rustin, yeah. I just haven't um, seen him. <laughs> Anatomy of the Fall is on VOD. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, all these things. But I'm going to I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. Um, and our... Uh, yeah, our, our our tuned in will reflect our journeys. It definitely will. You'll hear everything we have to say about all these films as we watch them. Um, um, any big, like, misses that you want to bring up? I think we covered a lot of them, but... I mean, nothing that was super surprising other than a lot of the Barbie snubs. Um, yeah. Things that I would have liked to seen, Charles Melton, obviously. I would have liked to mm-hmm. seen Dominic Sessa. Um Mm-hmm. Rachel McAdams. These are the things I texted you the other day. Um, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Killers of Flower Moon for adapted screenplay. Yeah. Zach uh, Efron. For Zach Iron Efron. For I really Iron wanted Claw. him for that. Um, it would have I didn't worked, even, yeah. I don't even want him to win. I just want him to be nominated so he can say Oscar nominated Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Cause he deserves it. Gigs. Yeah. And it's so good. Uh, no love for asteroid city, which I think is just disrespectful. Um, Nothing for air, which I thought was a long shot, but interesting though. Kept like digging its way, like worming its way back into the conversation with people like also air, and you're like, you're like, oh, okay, okay, it's there. Um, no, no real love for all of us strangers. I, in fact, I don't think mm-hmm. anything for all of us strangers, which is fucking crazy to me. When when yeah. I had Andrew Scott in, be- I mean, I had all of us strangers as a possible best picture contender. Um, yeah. but alas, nothing there. Um, no Priscilla. No Priscilla at all. That was no that, Sophia Coppola. Yep, yeah. No Sophia Coppola, which is kind of crazy to me. Um, other than that, it kinda, ta- it played out a little bit. Like we I talked thought. a little bit about it, but no Saltburn. No Saltburn, at all. Um, at all. Um, no pipeline for you there. Nope. I know you were hoping for that. I know uh, that was a long um, shot, but yeah, that's like we're in the ones that's like oh, that's not really a snub. Like that was a wishful you know. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Ferrari didn't get but, a ton, but it is what it is. Um, Penelope Cruz. Ferrari didn't get anything, right? Nope. Uh, no, it got a couple. Wait, no, it didn't. Shit. No, got nothing. God, what the? Okay, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, so there's quite a few that I'm like, wow, Michael Mann, no no nominees, yeah. nominations for Michael Mann. Um, but That's one of those ones that I feel like comes down to a timing thing. Probably. Like every year we say, oh yeah, this is like the most intense like year. Yeah. Like these movies are crazy. Um, but a Michael Mann joint could push its way through, I think, on other years, maybe. A hundred percent. And Ferrari is not a bad movie. So, yeah. Yeah. There you go. There, there we have you go. It. Um, All right. Recommendations? Recommendations. Well, let's say uh, everybody go watch all of these movies. They are yes. all amazing. They are all um, worth it. But let's talk recommendations. Yeah. Uh, which is a movie 
that was never nominated for an Oscar, doesn't matter what category, but should have been nominated for an Oscar. Okay, well, that's not really what I did. Oh. <laughs> I did a uh, Oscar nomination that w- or a X kind of Oscar whatever that was not nominated but should have been. Yes. That's fine. Yeah, that works too. Yeah. I'm uh, curious okay. now. Do you want do you want to go first? <laughs> um I can go first. <laughs> it's up to you. Yeah, why don't you go first cuz I'm just double checking. Okay. <laughs> um uh I will recommend a movie that I cannot believe I've never recommended. This is one of my favorite movies, uh incredibly dark film uh that should have been nominated for best picture but Lo and behold, that year was a little bit stacked. This is Children of Men. This is Alfonso Cuarón's oh, film. Oh, yes. Uh, starring uh, Clive Owen about a dystopian future. I believe it's like 2027, uh, where women can no longer bear children at all. Yes. And the last child was born 18 years prior to when the film starts. And then it's just a very dark yet slightly hopeful film about humanity and the depth that humans will go to. Um, That is just a five-star movie. Like it is just one of those films that like they don't make movies like this anymore. I say it all the time on tuned in, but it's like even a film like this from a true master of cinema, like Quaron, Mm -hmm. who's only made like 10 movies. um, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just absolutely stunning to look at a technically as well as in the storytelling. I mean, he is, really one of those guys who can execute on every level. Um, some of the greatest cinematography I've seen and some of the greatest yeah. performances I've seen. Julianne Moore is in this, Chiwetel Ejiofor, uh, Charlie Hunnam, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Um, yep. It's just a phenomenal oh, film. Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just a breathtaking film. I love film. this movie. It's yeah. so, so good. So disturbing, but so like very, I think as we get further along in our timeline, it becomes more and more relevant every single year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you've never seen Children of Men, get on that stat. It's it's one of the better movies of the 21st century for sure. And uh, yeah, my recommendation for this week. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Um, <laughs> my recommendation is going to be a movie that had a performance in it that 100% should have been nominated. Ooh. Um, and this is best supporting actor. And I was saying to you before the pod, this is, I'm pretty sure one we've recommended before, it's but fine. we're like going into kind of our fourth year here. So a lot of uh, movies, <laughs> I'm going to do that. It's going to happen. Um, but I'm going to recommend the social network and specifically Andrew Garfield's performance as Edward Saffron, um, yes. which received no love from the Academy, How? Uh, which is insane. Um, how <laughs> because Jesse Eisenberg was nominated for best actor in that yeah and he is really really good in that but Andrew Garfield absolutely is the best performance in that movie easily um, and I can't believe that 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 never came to fruition it wasn't even nominated that's that's actually shocking I would have said that if you'd brought that up I'm like oh he was nominated for sure there's no way he wasn't <laughs> no nope. well and that's shit. even I looked it up earlier and then as we were bringing it up I was like right I looked that up like close enough, right? right? Like, right. because it seems like one of those ones. It's just like, like how? Yeah. Like, of course that's like an incredible performance. Um, yeah. Wow. And I mean, everything about that movie is incredible. We've said that that's probably one of my favorite movies. It's yes. probably David Fincher's top, one of his top two in the top two or three, you know, Easy. fight club might put up a, a thing to that, but, but it's, it's, it's an incredible movie. Um, incredible score, incredible script. 
uh, incredible performance mm-hmm. just across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I mean, it was nominated for a whole bunch of Academy Awards. It won adapted screenplay, yep. film editing and original score. Um, it was nominated for what picture director actor for Jesse yep. uh, cinematography and sound mixing as well. Yep. Um, but nothing for Andrew Garfield, which is a travesty. fucking believable. That's actually so. shocking to me. Cause to me, he, he like runs circles around Eisenberg. Who's kind of doing his Jesse Eisenberg thing, not yeah, to take away bit. from his performance, but wow. Yeah. Jesse Eisenberg's performance is a deeper dive on Jesse Eisenberg's acting, acting ability. Whereas, Andrew Garfield is just like a completely different person from anyone you've seen before. In that. Yes. Wow. So. Wow. That's a good there one. There you go. Recommend Social and Network I will every say, week. Yes. And I will say that might be one of the best double features that we've ever recommended. Oh, not bad at all. Children of Men and the Social Network. That Ooh. is a pairing. That is great. So. That's great. And two of the best movies of the, of the century. So. <laughs> yes. There we go. All right. Oh, there we have it. Uh, so let's bring it home. Okay. Josh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, people can find me on the internet, uh, on Instagram or letterboxd at Josh J. Fuller. And where can people find you, Willis? You can find me on the internet at Willis Film. That's on Instagram and letterboxd. And if you want to find the podcast, uh, you can find us on pixelsplitters.com. Uh, or you can find us on Instagram and letterboxd at pixelsplitters, where you can find all of our recommendations, including, uh, children of men and the social network. Good shit. Crazy. Good shit. Took us this long um, to come to that kind of a double pairing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We tried to do it at one point. We didn't even come near that close. Yeah. Uh, all right. So as we said, March 10th for the Oscars. Yep. Um, tune into our letterbox to see our journey, mm-hmm. uh, to see all of these or most of these. And um, I think that's all we got. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. You want to throw it out? Uh, I absolutely can with uh, an end of pod. <laughs>